You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio Wake Up and Wager. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky, we're your hosts as always, and a little bit of a change up today. We've got Donnie uh, on the show with us today instead of his usual Friday spot. He joins us for a Thursday afternoon, Thursday morning. Jeez. A lot to get to today, so we'll jump right into it. Ricky, how are we doing this morning? Doing well, Tom. How you doing? Good, good. And Donnie, thank you so much for joining us today, this morning. Yeah, good morning. And before we start, Donnie I've boy, gotta, I've got to tell a funny story before we start uh, of last night. So the Barstool Sportsbook, as in PA, you can you can get the Barstool Sportsbook. They always do these these promotions where if you bet a hundred dollars on this or bet a hundred dollars on that no matter the outcome you get this hoodie and i'm a sucker for the hoodies i am a flat (laughs) out sucker the one last night was a hockey game it was an over in edmonton and the blues over five and a half minus 190 is what you had to bet a hundred dollars on to get the hoodie and i had to Right, so I place the bet. Game starts at 8.30. Game starts, there's three goals in the first period. Like, literally in the first half of the first period, there's three goals. It's two to one. I need over five and a half. I'm like, oh, this is this should be a cakewalk to the end. Right, We've already got three goals in like nine minutes. So I'm like, you know what? I want to look at the live odds on the under something just to see if it's worth, you know, hedging my play. So I'm looking through, and I find under 6.5 for plus 2.25. Plus 2.25. I said, I feel really good about this over. I mean, we've got three goals within nine minutes. But that's a good price, and knowing the way shit goes for me, this over is not cashing. So I took about a little less than maybe three-quarters of a unit, 0.4 units, and I put it back on the plus 225, under 6.5. So now I'm sitting there and saying, okay, over 5.5, we win. 
under five and a half, if it happens to go under the five and a half, we'll at least get close to our stake back. We'll lose a you know, we'll lose twenty bucks or whatever, but we'll be okay. Um and the most importantly, of course, if it happens to land on six goals for the game, we win both sides. And so what happens is ultimately you can you can check the score the scorecard last night. Uh hit six. We win both sides. So we win a nice uh, you know, fifty-three dollars on the promo from Barstool, and then we win another close to a hundred bucks because we were hedging it the other way. Did you get your hoodie? Oh, I got the hoodie. But you get the hoodie no matter what. It's just whether it's an expensive hoodie or if you paid for if you paid for a hoodie, or if they paid you for a hoodie. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. I, mean, I, I fell into one of those uh, back in the day with the Tuffy. Back when NC State's mascot Tuffy had passed away, they did like a Tuffy promotion. Yeah, we got never that. got my shirt, Barstool. What do you never mean you never got? got? <laughs> it's one of my favorite shirts. I wear it every, like all the time. Wait, are you joking, Tom? Yeah, we won, and I you got, got it. it. Yes, I have Dude, it. That's fantastic. bullshit. I'm no. actually looking into it. Then I guarantee right, you right. have an email because you have to. They email you like to claim the prize. Like you don't just get it. It doesn't just show up. Like in a few days, they'll email you and say, "Hey, you participated in this." You go to the store and you buy the sweatshirt, but you use this promo code and it makes it free. That's, I'm guessing that's you didn't do didn't any of it. that. Not good with email, Tom. Not good with email. <laughs> um, there you go. So learn something new. But that Tuffy shirt is really, really nice. And then I got the overs jacket from Thanksgiving, the turkey bowl, uh, the turkeys club over. And that jacket was the biggest piece of crap I've ever touched in my life i said i cannot believe and that lost those overs lost i can't believe i paid a hundred dollars for this horrible jacket it felt like um it felt like a paper bag like if you kind of stick your finger into it and like you know push (laughs) it kind of like starts the bag starts to stretch and then eventually you, you know you poke a hole through it that's what this oh, jacket gosh. felt like. It felt like a plastic bag. <laughs> oh, I remember opening it and I said, this is horrendous. I feel like I got robbed. This is the worst jacket excuse. And of course, Dave, you know, on his videos and shit, he's wearing like this nice turkey club overs jacket, Nike, like, you know, real nice it's jacket. Different. Oh, yeah, it's different. Donnie, you ever get into any of those promotions? Nah. Not here. Donnie's about the money. Donnie wants the cash. <laughs> yeah, money the There uh, we go. But this one, this one's Mr. Ice, and it's all white. It's got Mr. Ice letters, blue on the front. If this sweatshirt is crap, because it won't show up for a few weeks, because that's how it goes. If this sweatshirt is crap, I will report back on here, and I'm going to lose my mind because I'm sick. It's so stupid how they can do this and then send you literally the worst sweatshirt you've ever touched in your life 
quit being a sucker, Tom, and go I and go for the hoodies. The hoodie's nice, though. It's cool looking. <laughs> um, let's talk some football, though, boys. We got a we got a big, big week ahead of us. A lot on the line for really all of us here with with the season uh, winding down. I want to use Donnie wisely here while we got him, Tom. Yep. Um, what's what's the best way to lead into these NFL games? What are you thinking? So a lot of these are actually, you know, off the board at a lot of places. They're not posted. They're only posted at some. Um, it's a little bit all over the place. And this week, it feels like your guess is as good as mine. Uh, for what's going to happen, who's going to be playing. It's so difficult now more than ever to, to kind of sort your way through that. But we'll try, and, we'll try and do it anyway here. The first game I wanted to talk about is the Philadelphia Eagles and Washington football team. Line opened... Eagles minus two and a half. It's down to minus three and a half. Even money at some places, though, which is is pretty nice. Minus 105, even money. A little bit all over the place. Donnie, what are you you thinking? What are you thinking here, my man? Yeah, and I I hate to... uh, I mean, it's similar to what we talked about last week on the show. It's, It's two teams trending in different directions. Um, the Eagles have looked great as of late. Obviously, last week against against the Giants. Granted, it's the Giants. Um, and Washington laid a complete dud on on Sunday night. Uh, the line sitting at three and a half. It's just it feels like it. This line should be upwards, close to a touchdown, and it's not, which concerns me. Uh, what do you guys think? Let me pull up my old. COVID tracker while Tom, Tom gives his thought and I'll uh, see what kind of COVID implications we got yeah. here. I agree, Donnie. It, it seems as if it should be a higher number, but you know, the fact that it's still moved is what's important. So two and a half down to three and a half. I actually do like the Eagles here kind of as a play um, at the three and a half. I just think momentum does mean a lot at this point. Right, and we're getting a, a line that's moving in our favor. We're not getting the best of the number, and I don't believe we mm-hmm. will if we bet the three and a half. So that is high. You know, you got to consider that. But at the same time, if you can get one of those three and a halves at you know plus or um, I'm sorry, like minus one hundred three, minus one hundred five, you may still catch the better end of the number with the ju- way the juice goes. Instead of paying 115, 120 for three and a half, you might be able to pay, you know, even money on it. Right. Um, in terms of the COVID implica- implications here, <clears throat> Eagles actually, believe it or not, guys, have, have not been affected too much. Um, the two key players that they have currently on the COVID list are their starting guard, Landon Dickerson, who's having a phenomenal year, and defensive end Derek Barnett. Both of these two guys could clear before uh, Sunday and be able to play. So keep in mind, it's Thursday, 6.45 a.m. New guys could be added, but this is where it sits now. So we're going we're gonna to have the Eagles out there, which is good. 
Um, Washington football team currently has 13 players. Um, key guys, Kendall Fuller, one of their starting corners. Um, they got some offensive linemen. Uh, Matt I, uh, I notice he's one of their good uh, upfront guys on defense. But most of the guys are, are back off this list, like Heineke and, you know, the guys who would move the spread here. So, um, one thought I have here, which is kind of funny, is did you guys see the defense fight? Like, uh, I think it was the two Bama D tackles fighting on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, I don't really blame them the way they played. They, they got no. embarrassed on prime time. They got smacked in the mouth on prime TV, but that is like a sign of a team that is just, the wheels are coming off the bus. Um, so I don't know I, I definitely I don't know if I'd say but, that. I mean, yeah, teams are arguing like Arizona was arguing uh last week or the week before. But I think this team really wants to play for Ron Rivera. So I'm not so sure I'm not convinced that the that they necessarily that means the wheels are falling off because I think this team is really motivated behind Ron Rivera. I'm not putting it on Ron Rivera at all. I'm just saying that the team's not very good and it's becoming a harsh reality to them. And you don't throw punches unless you want to win, Tom. I, I definitely think the motivation's there, but I just think the Eagles are playing much better football right now. I'd love to get this three or less. So while the hook is there, I'm going to be off it. But this is one of the games I like personally. I feel comfortable taking the Eagles, who are five and one as a favorite this year against the spread. Uh, two and one as a road favorite. You know, good on the road. Washington's been bad at home. There's a lot of things to like about the Eagles. And it's important to note that I believe the Eagles have a have an avenue to clinch the playoffs this week. Mm-hmm. I believe they do too. With some other pieces outside of this game, right? Right. If if I'm correct, it's a, an Eagles win, a Niners win, and a Packers win. And there might be one other scenario as well. So they just need to take care of business and, and take it week by week. And there is a three minus 120. Um, so it could, the three could pop up. You know, it's, it's possible. Keep an eye on this one. Oh, wow. Just as I say that, DraftKings, minus 3110 right now. Just moved it. So, hmm. Before we, before we look at the next matchup, I want to I test, test Ricky and Tom right here. Um, Let's go. I'm, I'm big on, on teams against the spread uh, and, and kind of diving into that, and I think it's important. So I think you'll get – Four out of the five, but I, I'm not buying you. Get you guys get five out of five. So give me the top five teams against the spread up to this point this year. Oh wow! All right, Ricky, what? we got a big, we got a, we got a challenge here. It's game time. And, all right, think about this strategically, Tom. <laughs> two or three should be pretty, pretty simple to get, but two might surprise you. Who are some of the teams that we know have been fantastic against the spread? Well, it's never we the know... Chiefs. Probably the Patriots, I would say, or might be in that top five. They've been pretty darn good. 
for sure, I would think the Patriots would be in there. I'm thinking um, maybe the Titans Tennessee or the Colts. was really good. Yep. Yep. I gotta think the Titans are in there. Um, let us let us bo- think for like. Um, go ahead, Donnie. They are both tied for fifth, both New England and Tennessee. Really? At nine and six. At nine and six, you think Tampa Bay? Gets uh, in there. I don't know. No about chance. You know who's definitely in there? The Since, Detroit Lions, for sure. That's a firm lock that in as one. That, that's impressive, Ricky. That is one I did not mm-hmm. think you you guys yeah. would get. Uh, Detroit has actually covered against the spread six of their last seven. Wow. It feels like they cover every damn week. Yeah, they've been in some close um, games. Who else has been? Oh, the Packers. The Packers, Packers. cover every fucking week. Correct. Packers sit at 11 and four, second in the NFL against the spread. So we have four of the five what about right now. The, uh, we said the Titans. What about the Colts? I feel like they've been kind of in that same boat. Are the Colts? Nice. Colts sit at tied for third. Tied for third with Detroit at 10 and five. Oh, wow. So what should we do? We just get them all. You, you need the number one team against the spread. It's going to be one of the – it's either Bucks, is it Packers, is it – it's one of those really good teams, right, Ricky? You got to think it's one of those, like, top-tier teams. Ugh, I don't they are first-place teams. Could it be it's the gotta Cowboys because they be were, the... like, 8-0 and at one point? Oh, it's got to be the Cowboys, Tom. It's got to be the Cowboys. No, I think it's the Packers. They were eight. It's got to be the Packers. No, we already got two. the Packers. Packers are two. Lock in the Cowboys. I'm I'm taking control here. They started eight and zero. How could they not? Cowboys are correct. That's impressive, they, right there. There we go, Tom. Beautiful. He, we got all five, man. He doubted us. <laughs> Never do that. Never do that. I like that, that Donnie. Good, good twist to the show. That was fun. And outside, it's interesting. Like outside of of Detroit, those are all playoff teams. Like and. Probably worth noting those all those teams in the top five have been favored for the better part of the season. Mm-hmm. What's the Cowboys overall ATS? I'm just curious. Twelve and three, pretty impressive. Damn. I wonder. I'm curious what the best against the spread season of all time is. I really don't know. The Patriots had a crazy one. Um, I'll look undefeated. that up. I'll, I don't think they were undefeated, but. I think maybe like fourteen and two in the regular season against the spread or something like that. It was mm. it was pretty wild. I'll I'll get that out on the social media later, Donnie. I'll I'll uh, dig that up and and post it. Yeah, interesting interesting note. Definitely. I love stuff like that, uh, trivia, that kind of thing. I I love it. I suck at it normally, but I love it. Okay, so if it's not the <laughs> Eagles game that gets us going. Where is it, Donnie, that you want to take us to a game where you have a a lean or you are potentially going to make a play? And, yeah, when when these lines first opened, um, I heard Ricky the other day on the show talk about this Arizona-Dallas line. And when it first opened and I first saw it, I'm like, if I can get five and a half with Arizona, uh, that feels good to me. But kind of digging deeper in, it, I don't know. Just don't know. They seem to be – Arizona looks terrible, to be completely honest with you. Um, 
seems like they're really feeling the effects of no DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, they've been hit with COVID and injuries a little bit these last few weeks. Um, but five and a half seems like a lot to me. What do you make of that Dallas defense, Donnie? Are you are you bought into them being like elite? I mean, what Dan Quinn's done, obviously they added some some really nice talents. Um, but what Dan Quinn's been able to do, and do you remember this defense last year? They were they were Disgraceful. pretty stinking bad, and, yeah. and now they look like a top five defense, and you have to believe that. Uh, looking at what they've their resume over the course of this season. So, an interesting note here for you, Donnie, because you like these uh, these ATS numbers. The Arizona Cardinals are five and zero against the spread as a road underdog. They're seven and one against the spread on the road. They're the best road team in football, especially you know spread wise. They're they're pretty bad at home, but it's just interesting. Like for some reason, they they really show up on the road, but. Um, I actually completely agree with you in this in the sense of I've flipped. The more I've marinated on this pick, I just see so many things. Like uh, Tyron Smith is coming back for the Cowboys. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence and the other D-end are in there with Parsons now. There's just so many things that are like kind of red flags for the Cardinals, you know? Right, and, and Dallas has a scenario which they can still secure the one seed. Uh, obviously, they need other things to happen. To have a home fighting. field advantage throughout the playoffs is huge for any team, and obviously, they're going to be playing for that. Absolutely. Tom, any any thoughts on this one? No, not for me. Stay far away. It makes it's just not worth it. If you're not if you're going back and forth between, you know, two different sides of the same game, it just feels like it's not worth it. That's good right. advice. Right. I agree. And I was just kind of interested in the line and your thoughts because it's looks like it might be the one of the best games on the on the slate this week. You know, I think it's, it's again, you would think I would like this spot because it's kind of the buy low on on Arizona, but Yeah, well we know how that worked for me last week. Right. Right. The thing that really Oh yeah. You're on opposite sides. I was very confident in Arizona last week and didn't get it done. I got worried. There was a, like, I felt great about the Colts, Donnie, and then that the whole COVID thing happened. I saw, like, Darius Leonard is out and all this stuff. I was right. like, shit. And they still couldn't get it done. Yeah, still lost. That's what I'm saying with the Cardinals. They lost to a, a second-string Colts almost, you know? Like, they had – I know they had guys, but they're, right. they're playing – Right. Here's the thing about Dallas that is interesting. You look at their DVOA numbers, right, on Football Outsiders. They provide a lot of stats for for betters to use. The DVOA is one of them. Helps you kind of level the playing field, see how good is the defense really playing, right? Mm -hmm. Dallas's defense is very good. They rank number one past DVOA. They rank 19th in rush, rushing. Overall, they're very, very good. What is, what's weird about 
this is you look at their DVOA for the, their opposing offensive DVOA where it ranks in the league. And it actually ranks really low, 24th in the league, meaning that the teams that they play, their offensive DVOA numbers are not very good. right? Not very good at all. So it's just interesting. Now they're going to face what really should be a, a high-flying offense. How's it going to go for them? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think you said it best, though, Tom, with when you have a game that you can make a strong case on either side, stay away. I like that. I'm going to I'm going to put that in my pocket as my Tommy tip for the day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of te- not speaking of tennis, but when you call me Tommy, it makes me think of uh, the tennis plays two and oh yesterday. Just a brief aside, two and oh in the tennis yesterday. Yeah, but you fucked me in NBA. I played your picks. Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> and sorry, uh, sorry. what are you going to do? Steady Picks had one of them, too. Can't have it all. And the the under was fantastic. But anyway. Um, okay. Let's dive into maybe one more game uh, here for, to, for the Sunday football games. Ricky, I'll go to you. Are there any games you want to discuss or that you were interested in betting in or maybe you have a lean on um to talk about here yes so there's there's two games i want to touch on quickly and i've got everything on the line this week guys donnie knows tom the DraftKings thing it actually ends this week so five picks and i could be uh i could be a happy man five good picks that's all we need this week to bring it home. And two of the two of the picks that I have locked into this point, keep in mind you can adjust these, but first one, the LA Chargers at home against the Broncos. Okay, they're coming off of an embarrassing letdown loss to the Texans where a lot of guys were out for the Chargers. People didn't realize that. I actually like I was worried about that game. I didn't touch anything with the Chargers last week. They're laying six and a half right now to the the Drew Locke Broncos. I think Drew Locke sucks. Um I like this as a as a get right spot for the Chargers to make a statement that they're they're not done yet. But I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts to see if you also feel good about this game. No. 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 I think the Chargers the Chargers I might have been wrong about them all season. They might be frauds. They might be bigger frauds than the than the Broncos. Yeah, and it's it's funny their defense is just such a liability for them. They get into shootouts. Horrible. Uh, they have gotten into shootouts the last couple of weeks, um, and and Denver has a capable run offense with with both Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. I just don't know where they're going to get enough offense from the last two weeks. We've seen them put up 13 points at Vegas last week and the week before 10 points uh, against Cincinnati. I just, it's almost like you're taking the better quarterback here and and live with the result. 
that's what I'm saying. The way that I, I view this is just like if it is a shootout, right? Or like let's just say the Chargers offense shows up. Everybody should be in too. Even Slater should be back. Drew Locke can't hang. Like Drew Locke's not going to be able to – and in order to utilize those running backs, they got to be in the game. And uh, Chargers at home – there's one thing we've learned about them in that dome early on. I know it's like the first or second season, but they can score in that building. So I wish you liked it more, both of you guys, but I'm telling you, like, I, I feel fantastic about this. I if you can get it under seven. I don't think you're right accounting now. for how bad the Chargers, their rush defense, Ricky, is by far the worst in the league. Like, by far, 32nd, and it's they're not really even close to 31. They're not close I mean, to 31. We saw, we saw Rex Burkhead uh, light them up. You cannot up. win football but it, games but that way. I think the key to this week is if, if the Broncos can get an early lead, they can control the clock, run the football, what exactly what they want to do. But if, if L.A. scores first and is ever up by two scores, I think it's going to be really difficult for – for Denver to get back in this game and and cover the spread, so I, I have a lean on on the Chargers as well, Ricky. Okay, yeah, and I mean, Tom, I drew Locke, thirteen points against Vegas last week, ten points against Cincinnati. If I mean, the Chargers have lost back to back games, but they they're still scoring, and the Chargers last. Four games, they've scored 41, 37, 28, 29. So, quite frankly, this has this play has nothing to do with the Chargers' defense. I see this could be like a 35, 24, you know, like it could be a shootout and still be all right. But we'll have to we'll have to monitor, you know, the obviously the COVID situation, the injuries, and just make sure the Chargers have their guys in there before you you lay seven points. No, Ricky, I really don't like the Chargers here. I really don't. I hate see I think it's, it's tough a for me too, Tom. Shit play. But the thing is, my one side of me says, Tom's down eighteen units. Doesn't matter. And then the other side of me says, But Tom, this is where he's saving you. This is so if you hate it that much, Tom, truthfully, I might not play it. If you gotta I do want your, you to you dig got, in here, it's, Tom. It's your, I want uh, you to dig in. It's your stuff. You gotta you gotta live with the result of whatever it comes out to. So you think it's square though? Like that's that's the angle of why you don't like it? No. The main reason I don't like it is that I think the Chargers defense is, they're gonna give up points to anybody. They're so bad. They are so bad. You cannot back a team seven points. With the defense like that, I just I don't see how you can do that. I know they're due; it's a buy low, due for a bounce back. But Denver's a good rush team. They're a good rush team. They rank inside the top ten. Well, just on the fringe of the you know they're on they're they're number ten. They're number ten in rushing. Yeah, well, well, we won't we won't lock this one in because I think you do make some decent points in terms of a uh, couple flags there, but the only other game guys is a pretty similar one in terms of like why I like it. 
It's the Green Bay Packers laying six and a half. I usually don't, you know, like back in the Packers, they're they're a pretty public team, and obviously they've been rolling despite one slip up last week. Uh, but I don't know. I just I don't see Kirk being able to go into Green Bay and get this done. It's a Sunday night game. Primetime Kirk always seems to <laughs> fall on Kirk. his face. Um, but the, this game, you know, playoff implication-wise, I'm telling you, the Packers not just want – they view it as a, like, if if we can get this one seed and play through Green Bay, they're going to be feeling really good about their Super Bowl chances. I think this game's extremely important, and they got to – go in here and I think t- uh, Donnie they have an avenue to lock up the number one seed with this win as well depending how things fall so it's just a big game motivation is going to be there and I'm I'm rolling with I'm feeling out too for the record um, looks like he's really the only major injury impact so far yeah Donnie, thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's never a bad thing backing Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we've seen that all season. We've seen that his whole career. Um, but the one thing that, not that it it scares me off a play on Green Bay, but it's just how random Minnesota is. Mm-hmm. Like, one week they'll look like they could be a, like a really strong playoff team and, and – potentially up somebody, upset somebody in the playoffs. But then another week they'll go lay a dud against Detroit like they did a couple weeks ago. Um, last week they picked off Matt Stafford four, three or four times, I believe, and they still lost by a touchdown. That concerns me that they can't capitalize on those mistakes, and they probably won't. You know, I, I'm willing, Obviously, they won't get three to four interceptions off Aaron Rodgers. So if the NFL is all about turnovers. If you can't beat a team, turns the ball over four times, it makes me a little nervous. That is the most true thing you've ever said, Donnie. I think we talked about this on – maybe I talked about this when I did the show alone, or maybe you were around, Ricky, but the number one predictive measure of how – if you gave me a box score or the stats of the game and you and you took away the teams and you took away the scores and you took away the players' names – if you said to me, who do you think won this game? And there was only one stat I could look at on everything else that's there, it would be the turnover differential. And mm-hmm. I can tell you 90% of the time who won the game. Like it's that dramatic of a of a difference and how important that is. The turnover differential is everything. What's crazy about that too, I'm sure you guys remember is in the Green Bay game last week, Baker Mayfield threw four picks and still almost, you know, he had an opportunity. They lost by two points despite four interceptions. But so, that's what I'm saying. That's that's a great that's a great thing to look at because you look at Cleveland this weekend, people think that, you know, they're not going to do that many turnovers again. Right? So you're, you you kind of have to smooth out the average a little bit. Just because they had four turnovers last week doesn't mean they're going to have four turnovers this week. You kind of have to smooth that average out. So it's often a good time. That tells me that the Browns played a pretty good game. 
only lose by a few points and have four turnovers, you played a good game. Mm-hmm. It's funny, that actually leads me into my one and only play on the show. Um, I'm going to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers money line for a half unit. Seen like right around plus 150, 145. Let me double check that number. Is this Monday night? Yes. Okay. In Pittsburgh, okay. I was I was thinking in my head, this game is definitely in Pittsburgh if he's if he's on the Steelers here. Yeah, plus one fifty-five. I see uh yeah, that's probably the best number. And look how different that is. Donnie, before you keep going, I have to bring this up. Look at the difference between the numbers you can get here. Plus one fifty five on DraftKings over at BetMGM plus one thirty five. If that doesn't I mean, we talk about this almost every day. If if this example doesn't make you say, hmm. I need to shop around. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're in the wrong business. Shopping around is the single most important thing you can do. Especially because both of these books, they're all the numbers are at three. DraftKings is at three. BetMGM's at three. The spread. Hmm. So now you're weighing, okay, do I take the three with this or is the 155 truly the best number? Really interesting stuff, but go ahead, Donnie. Keep going. Sorry. No, I just I feel like I would be comfortable taking the three and a half, and and come Sunday or Monday, I might be on the three and a half as well. Um, but I think this is I'm backing Mike Tomlin here. Uh, Big Ben likely be the last game of his career at at home. Um, take That's that crazy. What, take that for what you will. But yes, this Browns defense looked looked pretty good last week, but, but they're so one dimensional and and for for Baker Mayfield to go into Pittsburgh and come away with a win, it's gonna have to be a pretty ugly game. So I'm taking the the weapons of, of Pittsburgh to kind of make a big play somewhere in this game and, and get a win here at home. Oh, this Donnie Donnie. This is my least favorite play I think you've ever made. The Steelers are horrible. Ben Roethlisberger is horrible. I, they just beat Tennessee two weeks ago. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Ben Roethlisberger they is beat Baltimore so bad. Uh, Baltimore ago. doesn't matter. Baltimore is crumbling down the hill. That means nothing. I love when Donnie and Tom... What am I basing this off of? Have you watched Ben Roethlisberger play football? Also, okay, that might not be convincing for you. You look at their DVOA stats across the board. They rank in the bottom 20, you know, 25 and further down in pretty much every offensive stat or every offensive measure that they can have here. Rushing the ball, everything. I just I don't mean, think I, Pittsburgh's offense is very good at all. You, you can say what you want about Big Ben, and I, I wouldn't disagree, but he doesn't turn the ball over. Eight interceptions on the season. Um, can't say the same for Baker Mayfield. 
Right, but does Let's that not even forget this? The Steelers defense got gashed last week, but it was at Kansas City. Like, what do you expect? Those two teams are on totally different tiers, and now they're they're getting a Cleveland team with Pittsburgh being at home here. I'm going to take the money line. Okay. Okay. Guys, I, I feel like get, your, um, your picks were different this week. I want you, you yeah. all you all picked games that I was not expecting to to talk about or to hear about. I feel like you guys are I'm not sure. You guys feeling all right? I'll tell you this, Tom. I'm so caught up in this DraftKings thing that you don't you can almost dive into something too far, you know, and you start to get in your own head. I think I'm overthinking this week. Yeah, like this isn't a week that I see a single game and get excited about it. You know, there, I, truthfully, like nothing really jumps out. Usually that changes by like Saturday, Sunday. You start to see some things you like. But Donnie, on the on the Steelers note, one thing I want to get your take on that's been a hot take this week is defensive player of the year. Um, obviously TJ Watt is going to be looking to stamp that baby Monday night football, the world watching, he's going to have a good opportunity to show why he should get that award. Do you have a bet in that award? I do not. And, uh, I listened, I listened to wake up and wager the other day, uh, when you guys kind of dove into this and I, there was no angles that I thought were, were poor. Um, I, I do think it's kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, I do think it's kind of wide open still. Okay. If you okay. had to so make I think a bet, Don. Three, four guys that are capable of winning. If you had to make yeah, a bet on this right one. now, who, TJ Watt plus 200, Parsons 225, Donald 7 to 1, Diggs 7 to 1, Miles Garrett 12 to 1. Or Nick Bowles. I would take Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Just, just from the value perspective. Um, do I think he wins? Probably not. Sometimes so I'm not going to bet it. Sometimes he has a bit of the value. Okay, beautiful. Sometimes he has a bit of the uh, LeBron va- Le- LeBron factor, where like you're so good, you're so much better than everyone else for so long that people underappreciate how good you are. You, like these awards, you have to look at it from a different perspective. Like, are they really going to give the defensive player of the year to Micah Parsons? I don't think so, personally. I don't either. I don't either. Are they going like, to really give it to TJ Don't get me wrong. He's been fantastic. But are they really going to give him defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year? It'll be interesting to see. And that's where you kind of hit the nail on the head is how many awards is he going to (laughs) get? How many of these awards is he going to win? I mean, we've seen it happen in the past Mm -hmm. in in certain seasons, but it's just difficult to gauge. Right. So, I don't know. Interesting stuff. Uh, That's all we have time for today couple of games to go over we that was perfect and uh all the plays of course will be posted up on steadypicks.com uh later on today and throughout the weekend 
uh, as we go along here. College games today, all day, so enjoy those very much. I do have a play on a couple of them, so I will get those out on the website this morning. So after you listen to this, you can head over, check out what I've got for college football. I've actually been, I think I'm 7-2 and two in college football this, this year, with nine plays total on the season. Uh, You're so, doing great in college football, Tom. So we won't Quietly, I was going to tell you that. We won't press anything, but there is another play or two today that has caught my eye substantially. Um, and we've already got a bunch of plays loaded in there on my on my uh, card there. Sun Devils. Sun Devils. 1030. Tonight, tonight, baby. Night game. Donnie, thank you so much for joining us. Ricky, thanks as always. SteadyPicks.com. Wake up and wager. Good luck today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.